Welcome to Multimedia Failure. Every other week, we watch a movie based on a video game and then rank them against each other arbitrarily. I'm your host, Jason Ariola, and wondering how long it's going to be until we get to the gratuitous sex scene in the... Oh, wait, never mind. There it is. R. <laughs> Vanessa Cahill. Sarah, that was a long one. <laughs> you know, I, I told I, I told Vanessa before we uh, before you jumped on the call that uh, I literally wrote that about thirty seconds before uh, Vanessa said she was ready. So I was like, okay, cool, because I was going back over the notes, checking for any typos. Because after the last podcast, I yeah, I was like, oh Jesus Christ, Jason, <laughs> read back over your shit. I know it's a lot of work, but you know, read back over it anyway. Um, yeah, so I yeah, I was like, okay, let's just oh oh, I missed the whole opening segment. Shit, that's not gonna go well. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> So this week, we're going to be talking about the movie Oni Chanbara, a movie that was released April 26, 2008, uh, based on a video game series that was um, part of the Simple 2000 budget series of video games for the PS2 originally. Uh, prior to this movie, I'm going to guess neither of you uh, had seen this because prior to this uh, list, I never knew this movie existed. Yes, definitely not. <laughs> no, I have not seen this movie, Jason. Now, how about the video games? Has anybody but me played one of the video games? Also, no. No, I've not played the video game, Jason. Okay. I played the original 360 version. I think I got it from Gamefly. Played it for, oh, I don't know, about 15, 20 minutes and sent it right back in the mail because it's <laughs> not good. Huh, surprising. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's. I tried to. Uh, I don't know. I, I tried to. I think it was in my period of like, oh, just let's just try weird shit. And I was like, okay, this sounds stupid and maybe a little weird. Let's give it a shot. And it's like, this is stupid. And like, the end. So, yeah. I feel like it came from it's the game games like that now don't get discs anymore. I feel like it's all they're all on the on digital storefronts. You don't oh, really yeah. see many many games like that coming out uh, at least he, or at least here anymore. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. if not um, like on limited run games or something like that for the horny people who want them physically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's mostly like games like this are on Steam now. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. So. Pretty much have free reign or itch, you know. They really have some. Uh... Yeah. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Switch one has some weird ones too, like one where you um, like poke girls' panties. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Is that the is that the is that like the rail shooter one or the light gun game? Uh, I think there's multiple actually. Now that I think about it. Yeah, there's like light gun games. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> God, video games were <laughs> video games were a mistake, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you think those were a mistake, how about the fucking movies that they're based on? <laughs> Jesus, goddamn. Anyway, uh, okay. So I'm the only one that's uh, played this. So see, this would have been where the one instance where Ariel, the one of the founding members of this website and podcast, uh, or not this podcast in particular, but you know, uh, would have come in handy because I think he played the first one too. So at least we would have had uh, maybe about 45 minutes worth of experience between the two of us. <laughs> I can pretty much tell you what this game is about, though. So, mm-hmm. is it a third-person action game, Jason? It is, is a. It a uh, hack and, is it a hack and slash? Uh, <laughs> I, I, w- I would say Vanessa's the closest without going over. <laughs> yeah, it's basically like game. a Dynasty Warriors game with uh, girls in scantily clad attire um, who occasionally have to use like super moves because they get too much blood on them or their weapons or some such fuckery. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. Yep. It makes sense. Well, it's actually so. I guess this uh, this movie is actually very, very close to the uh, the game. <laughs> yeah, I feel like at, at this point in its favor because I feel like this probably is close to the experience of playing the game. You're right, Vanessa. Yeah. So we rank it if we, if we like think about this and rating it back to our original kind of ranking parameters, <laughs> which we never follow. <laughs> we follow, no, we follow sometimes when it, when it fits our argument. Yeah, when it fits us, yes. <laughs> yeah, when it fits. Yeah, when it fits our agenda, it sure does. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, Postal kind of worked out pretty well because it's a terrible movie and a terrible game made by a terrible person. So, you know. What's well, Postal? Yeah, I forgot. I, yeah, anyway. <laughs> We're not going back to that. So, oh, anyway, let's go ahead and let's talk about this um, thing and kind of get on with our lives, shall we? <laughs> I can't wait. I'm certainly not as aggravated at this as I am that other movie that shall not be named again. Nothing will ever be that aggravating. No. I just want to get across that this is a feature-length film, <laughs> listeners, and that that was a really heartbreaking fact when I realized when I realized that this is an hour and a half long. <laughs> and that was a bummer. At least it wasn't two hours long. I mean, I guess at least it wasn't another an extra thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't only like an hour and twenty-five, so I guess I could take that. So. When I was telling Jim about this, um, you know, I was like, yeah, it was, it was like pretty long, but not too long. He's like, but how, how much longer was it than it needed to be? And I was like, 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If this had been like 45 minutes, I think it would have been okay. Nope. Than it is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm. Well, let me, let me rephrase that. Okay for our standards for this podcast? Maybe I don't know. I have to look at the list. We're broken. <laughs> we're, we're broken. Our sense of uh, our sense of like clarity as far as like what's good and what's bad is so just deformed. I, I don't think we can actually really make a judgment on that stuff, which is why we're doing a podcast where we judge movies. So, boy, this was a mistake. Anyway, let's move on. Two and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> Two and a half years. <laughs> God, don't remind me. All right. Uh, so we open up with a bunch of uh, penny landscape shots, which I was like, oh, this is hopeful. Um, and then they start telling us how a zombie outbreak occurred. And thankfully, it also explains what a zombie outbreak is. Yeah, thankfully, oh, we haven't seen many of those in this very list. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Or, you know, if you haven't seen anything what a, based on what a zombie is, my seven-year-old son knows what a zombie is. So, yeah, I think uh, I think we're good. Anyway, um, we go to some guys on a farm shooting zombies until one has bullets bounce off of him in the most convincing bit of special effects I think I've ever seen. I, yeah. This uh, zombie walks up to the two guys and has these gigantic gold chains around him. Uh, turns out the farm is a staging ground for some debauchery of some sorts. Uh the, this guy is a zombie leader or something and seems to have his cognitive abilities semi-intact still. And as he comes into this uh, little place, a bunch of other zombies come in and they start tearing the, apart the people in the place. He's like a super zombie. Yeah. The ones that are well-dressed are like super zombies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well-dressed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah the ones well, as opposed to their rags that the other ones are wearing. Yeah. <laughs> the ones that have outfits. Those are, the, those are the super zombies for some reason. Is that ever explained? No. No. I no. I think so. No. Okay. Is it? Is it also ever explained why all this movie takes place in a two-mile radius and like this, <laughs> this weird like um, I don't know, abandoned factory? Oh, I can area? tell you. Budgetary. Uh, yeah. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> budget. Budget issues. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Also, why this movie is seventy-five percent really dark and hard to make it and hard to make out what's happening. Mm-hmm. Budget issues. <laughs> yeah. It's like nighttime for the first thirty minutes of this movie. Yeah. Well, they didn't. Uh, they didn't get approved to make this movie, so they had to film it in the dark. <laughs> Hopefully, nobody would see it. They were like, "You can't make a movie on this. No, this is an embarrassment to our country and our nation." And uh, what, what? You already made it? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So anyway, outside, a woman in a cowboy hat and a guy with a short bleach blonde haircut uh, comes up to the barn. A zombie approaches the woman and she cuts him down with the sword. The rest charge at her and she slashes through them rather easily. Uh, she basically powers up her sword like the link to the past um and then does a spin attack and cuts most of them down save for the one with the bling the woman flings off her cloak to reveal she's in a bikini uh yeah and a first scarf why why is she in a bikini (laughs) how would we recognize her as the main character if she wasn't wearing the bikini very true she has a cowboy hat yes no one else wears a cowboy hat 
Um, That's true. Let's, let's, not, let's not forget a fur, sc- uh, fur scarf, which uh, serves to protect your neck, even if it's just from a chill. Ooh, it's like a boa. It's like a feather boa. Yeah. This is bikini. It's like even a bikini. It's like actually just lingerie. <laughs> oh, you should see. You should see the video game Oni Chen Bar's bikini. It is. Um, let's just say more covering pieces that you can't show. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Let's just say it's covering a nipples and orify, and we'll leave it at that. I don't know if I could have been more explicit, but <laughs> how uncomfortable? Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah I, isn't it like leather, a, a, like a leather bikini too? Like it just got to be sweaty. And yeah, right, and uncomfortable. Well, oh, and wow, especially these at, outfits are really bad. Uh huh. Well, especially <laughs> at night, that's got to be cool. I mean, Japan does cool down a lot in at night. I mean, yeah, but it's it's pretty it's pretty humid there in the summer. Hmm. <laughs> I think we thought about this more than uh, the creator did. Yeah, Jason, yeah. we don't we don't need the coat right now. No, no. These yeah. outfits are really bad. We 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 can't save this like we did. Like we could potentially have saved Siren. These outfits are really bad, Vanessa. You're correct. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, she uh, she starts to fight the uh, the zombie with the bling on, and then a woman crashes in on a motorcycle and shoots a bunch of the zombies. The bikini samurai holds her sword to the zombie and tells him she's looking for a woman named Saki. Then the motorcycle lady shoots the zombie in the head before it could answer. I... Do, so do we think the zombie would have actually said anything? No, of course <laughs> no. not. No, 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 of course not. <laughs> Maybe she could have like put a chain, put it on chains or something um, and taken it to uh, and had to take it to her. Maybe or something. Use it as bait. I don't know. Yeah. It was already in chains. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. Uh, so, motorcycle lady shoots at the samurai lady, and they end up uh, with their weapons at each other's faces. The bleach blonde guy shows up and uh, shouts at them to stop, and convinces the samurai lady to leave. Motorcycle lady says she knows where Saki is, and that she's chasing someone named Sagita, who seems to be responsible for the zombies. She says the two of them should be together. A uh, motorcycle lady says she'll take them um, to them if she lets her kill both Saki and Sakita, which sort of seems to negate the purpose for um, our samurai lady and bleach blonde dude, who have been, as of yet, unnamed in this movie, uh, going along with her in the first place. Because samurai lady obviously wants to kill one of them, so like if you're not going to give her the satisfaction doing that, why team up? Well, because then we don't have much of a movie, and there's no reason for any, or there's no way for any sort of like narrative exposition to happen here. Well, why, I think, did, it, like, if they die, it's, it's like, you know, a death's a death, right? Yeah. Why, why did a shotgun want to kill Saki? For fun. <laughs> she killed her daughter. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, turned her daughter into a zombie, I guess. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. She, no, Saki did that? I miss, I'm, I'm, I don't remember that. It's, it's, it's sort of a blaming for instead of, like, the person actually caused the incident. No, but I thought I thought she was blaming Sagito essentially for all of it, you know, because he is responsible for all. Of it. And it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. Really. <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah. So we see the blinged out zombie has one of his eyes glowing red, and then we move on from that. And that is a uh, topic never really to be um, brought nope. back. Because I, no, I thought we, it was we had, like Terminator Vision that, at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and then that's it. I, I thought there was going to be some sort of like Terminator thing, like. Like, Sakita could see through that red eye or something like that, but no, no, we sort of just move on from that plot mo- or plot device and just uh, don't come back to it, so that's really cool. 
Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to a doctor who's clearly Sagita. Uh, he's babbling to himself about the meaning of life uh, while experimenting on corpses. Oh my god, this motherfucker! Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. much. This is what life is. Yeah, life <laughs> pain. Really, really, really like, digging in on that. Uh, you know, just like mad scientist vibe there. Yes. Got, probably this probably this poor actor was like, um, what, like what's my like background, guys? And they're like, you're just evil. Be evil. <laughs> evil in it it's like the corporations are your enemy man and like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah the man's the, the man's the enemy man one of the worst villains we've had yeah by far but obviously but very much obviously the villain though mm-hmm. so i appreciate that no that's very abused. true yeah and sadly this actor i forget his name it'll come up in the quiz at the end of the show or you know in the bonus segment um he's actually not renowned but he's a fairly like well-used actor he's been in a lot of stuff so it's just like uh, okay yeah sure yeah. i'm sure i've seen him before then you know what uh, i guess a paycheck's a paycheck right <laughs> maybe it's like it's like that one guy that was in blood rain it's like how did you get how did you get here <laughs> or, or uh luke kang and um fucking oh, dead or alive yeah. robin shoe and yeah 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 it then he just points to a, a house and it's like it paid for this house like oh yeah. fair <laughs> I get it. I'd probably do it too. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, he's experimenting on some corpses. He calls over a zombie he just brought back to life and then kills it after it tries to attack him. Uh, Sugita laments on the failure and says he needs uh, pure blood Michi, which doesn't really explain what the hell that is. It just, yeah. Anyway, uh, Sugita realizes Saki isn't in the room with him and then calls out for her for <laughs> some weird reason. She's not in the room with him. I don't understand the scene at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. I, I, I guess we needed some way to introduce Saki as a bad person. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, while he's yelling, uh, we kind of switch out to a, a, an abandoned factory, which uh, seems to be, as John said, the uh, set for about 90 percent of the movie uh, where we see a guy running ar- running away. Um, a woman in a schoolgirl outfit comes up from behind him and cuts him down. And that's the scene. So there's there's Saki, obviously. Really? Like, it's really confusing. It's like, why did she kill that guy? I guess I yeah, didn't know. I didn't realize who she, who she was at first. It was and. Also, I don't. I don't think it had been clear that Saki was evil yet at this point. I don't think they had clarified that. that uh, well, I mean, they sort of made it clear enough that the you know samurai lady was going after her. So yeah, clearly she wants there to go something. after her, but maybe, yeah. you know, I don't think it said they said that she wanted to kill her yet, though. Just a girl with a shotgun wanted to kill her. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I think I think the implication was there enough that you could figure out that she was bad. Yeah. So anyway, uh, going back over to the uh, the trio here, the bleach blonde introduces himself as, Ka- or as Katsuji um, to the motorcycle lady who introduces herself as Reiko and the bikini samurai lady is Aya. The three of them sit down to eat something and Katsuji mm. starts telling it's Reiko. Kats- it's, it's Katsuji like pork, like Katsu is like a pork chop. Is it, is it, is it name like pork chop? Could be. <laughs> <laughs> I love this so much. <laughs> Anyway, keep going. I, yeah. I could be totally wrong. I just like he I, is. I, he is a pork chop, though. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's a uh, you know I, I would say sort of an average size American and uh, just a, a incredibly obese Japanese person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> saying accurate. that. I'm not saying that judgmentally. I'm just saying that as like the way Japanese people view people. Like you know, average size American, and then you know they see like somebody like me. They're like, oh, Fatty McFatterson over there. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, like oh, once, I- um, once like BMI became a thing for like COVID, it was like, oh, now we're all we're all applicable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, <laughs> lovely. Yeah. It's like, oh, you weigh more than 120 pounds. You you're obese. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, okay. So the uh, three of them are sitting down eating something, and Katsuji is kind of 
being gross while eating like potted meat or something like that. Like it just, yeah, not really a fan of watching him eat. Um, anyway, uh, he starts telling Raiko that he's never seen Aya smile and that Aya's little sister is Saki and that uh, Saki's the one who killed their father when they were kids. And her then we get a flashback. Sister. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's the exact description of her. because <laughs> her, her father killed her sister. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh, this movie is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's sadly not the worst, obviously. So, anyway. Um, not at all. Yeah, and then we get a flashback of people hunting Aya with her father defending her. Uh, Katsuji tells Reiko that his little sister, Asami, was kidnapped by Sakita and Saki's people. Uh, Reiko is after them because they killed her daughter. While Katsuji rambles on, a crossbow bolt comes flying at him. A young man emerges with another woman and tells them they'd better or they'd be better off not going any further than where they are. And here's the gratuitous sex scene that I mentioned. Yeah, this happens like, oh, I don't know, maybe 12 minutes into the movie. Yeah, why was there a sex yep. scene? I, I have no also, idea. For no reason. They just had to. Literally the only nudity in this movie. And it's just like, okay, these like, two side characters that are end up dead in like two minutes. Yeah, we get their sex scene. And before that, we get like three back-to-back. We get like back-to-back-to-back tragic backstories from every main <laughs> from all three characters. <laughs> they all have tragic backstories. <laughs> It's a lot to take. It's a lot to take at once. Triple tragedy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going to go ahead and stop the podcast. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'll, I'll just see myself out after that. <laughs> oh, anyway. So here, gratuitous sexy between the young couple uh, while the trio sleeps. Yeah, except there's zombies around. Uh, of course, the boy shoots one uh, with his crossbow, but is swarmed by a few others while his girlfriend just screams. He also says, run, and she doesn't move. Yeah, she just kind of <laughs> sits there. doesn't do anything yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's pretty proud of himself killing that one and then just gets swarmed by three others. So it's like, oh, good job there. Anyway, uh, she tries to help him while he's being eaten, but instead just pulls his arm off. Um, and now he's turned and comes after her. Also, um, I'm pretty sure after she pulls his arm off, he has two arms again after he comes back as a zombie. Why is this scene? I don't even know why any scene in the movie fucking happens. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> it's no. like, there's so many scenes that are like, why are we doing this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, it's just so bad, right? And then, like, he gets destroyed and the lady is useless. How did they even survive that long? Um, Aya brought the zombies with her because they were tracking her, maybe. Uh, oh, I maybe. thought you were to say, like, that was a plot point I missed. But... No, 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 no. <laughs> I was no, like, no, I was no. like, wow, that's actually okay. Yeah, yeah. There's no plot points in this movie. <laughs> no, true. No, we've already been over them. <laughs> It was the triple tragedy thing. So anyway, uh, zombies attack Ray and I and Aya and Reiko. Uh, Aya stays behind to take on a horde of them while Reiko goes to find Katsuji. Uh, Katsuji is being attacked by the zombie couple, but Reiko ends up saving him. Uh, Sakita brings food to a young woman he's got chained up and hooked up to an oxygen mask and IV. He tries to feed her and says he's going to turn her into his ultimate creation, and she stops eating. And then he starts kicking her in frustration, and yeah, yeah, and then kills her in doing so. So that's great stuff. So somebody's got a temper apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the worst. So apparently, uh, Sakita has killed the girl as she's now laying on his operating table. Uh, he draws some blood from Saki and injects the girl with it. Oddly, the operating table has the same fuzzy white material covering it that Aya's scarf and bikini top flare is made out of. Makes you wonder where she came from. Yeah, or or doesn't, but whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the girl's hers in her eyes. Really got both pieces from the same material when they were making the set. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like well, oh crap, we've got a little bit extra here from this um, fringe on her bikini top. Yeah, sure, sounds good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, then she gives. Uh, let's see. Oh, here. Uh, let's see. The girl turns, and then her eyes come back and kind of see normal for a minute, and 
then we move on. Move on. Anyway, uh, back to Aya and Reiko. They notice some movement in the building they're in and go to find it. Reiko finds a doll, and then Aya runs into a young girl. Reiko tries to calm the girl down and gives her the doll. Uh, then she gives her a bracelet that used to belong to her daughter, so you know this girl's going to die very quickly. Uh, and she calls <laughs> yeah. the girl Maria for yeah. some reason. <laughs> I didn't know Maria's a very common name in Japan, but apparently, well, here we are. Yeah, that was really weird. Yeah. Katsuji is stealing gumballs, of all things, and then turns around to see uh, the zombie girl from just a few scenes ago behind him swinging her, a morning star around. Uh, zombie Don't kill Bill over here. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh zombie pops up behind maria reiko shoots it uh somehow her sawed off double barrel shotgun is in the spread shot but whatever and maria runs off the zombie girl swings the morning star at katsuji while fighting with her he sees the necklace she's wearing and realizes it's asami his sister reiko finds maria wasaki who's whole or who's holding her hostage katsuji tries to talk some sense into his sister and rips off her necklace to see their picture in the pendant uh just as asumi is about to kill him aya steps in katsuji tells aya not to kill her because it's his sister I struggles for a while, uh, trying to be non-lethal with the whole thing, and then Katsuji charges Asumi with his knife and kills her. In anyway, I did. Like, the, the zombie was like so shocked, like so like <laughs> like, like you killed that me. She was, that she had been stabbed from behind, like she was like bet- she felt betrayed. It was, yeah, like, yeah. Like, so it was, in the, like, the slow motion scene where Ami or I had Asumi like fight for that sword. Yeah, it's like come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's uh, also it's really funny that he didn't he didn't recognize his sister until he saw a necklace on her. Yeah, nothing oh, else yeah. about her looked nothing <laughs> else about her was familiar apparently. Well, well we don't really zombie. know how long this zombie apocalypse has been going on, so she's been being held captive for who knows how long at this point. I know, but her face was like E two Katsuji. So uh, as she's dying, he cries and asks for her forgiveness, and then. Um, yeah, he runs off when they come to get her. Uh, a gunshot rings out, and Aya goes running. Saki sees Aya, pushes Maria away, and slashes her in the back, which seemed completely unnecessary, just, I guess, proving Saki's a real dick. Uh, Aya and Saki cross swords, and Aya utters her first line of the movie, Saki, it's you. And Katsuki charges Saki, he falls, and Aya saves him for getting, for getting cut in half. Yep. Uh, anyway, uh, another sword swing later, and Saki disappears. Oh it's so anticlimactic. Yeah. so, like... It was like this whole big build-up moment. Music swells, and then she leaves. Yeah, yeah. Just slashes some uh, dirt in her face, and is like, "God, see ya." Might as well just like have thrown a smoke bomb down and been like the Ninja Turtles in uh, you know the first Ninja Turtles movie, Ninja Vanish. <sighs> All right, jeez. Uh, anyway, the trio takes Maria to a hospital. Katsuchi goes off to find medicine, but seems to have left uh, so he could have an emotional breakdown, which I guess I could understand if you just had to kill your zombie yeah, sister. <laughs> yeah. One little bit of uh, emotional weight I can kind of give the movie. Um, and, of course, zombies start to head towards the hospital. Akatsuji sees a zombie charge at him. Uh, Reiko sees Maria's been bit, but she hasn't turned yet. Aya goes to kill Maria, but Reiko says she'll blow her head off if she does. Aya hears noises and then runs off. Meanwhile, a bunch of zombies get into the hospital. Um, the nurse zombie is chasing uh, Katsuji, and Aya shows up just in time to cut the zombie nurse in half uh reiko won't leave maria behind he's a he's a useless sidekick yeah. side I, I also don't know anyone, why anyone splits up in this movie because there's always zombie swarming like yes. every, uh, everywhere yeah. you go zombie swarm so well because then like, again like how are like how do those two people be alive like how are they possibly alive anyway how is this little girl still alive like all these people would be dead they're all useless mm-hmm. yeah well i mean the little girl you know maybe hides better but then you know like i said mm-hmm. i just seems to attract zombies everywhere she goes Yep. So maybe I don't know. Anyway, uh, Reiko won't leave Maria behind, uh, even though the hospital is being overrun, and you know she's sitting there on a bed, just effectively comatose. Yep. She's 
definitely dying. Yeah, My she, favorite yeah, scene is coming yeah, up she's though. Dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's dead or in hell yeah. basically. So, uh, Reiko says she's when Katsuji is like, um, Reiko, like. I had to kill my own sister. Like, you know, he's telling the story that happened five minutes ago to me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, bitch, don't you remember? I literally just stabbed my sister to death, okay? Yeah. It was only five minutes ago, but I, I'm still really upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, gee, I can't understand why I'd still be upset about it. So, anyway, I'll Reiko- on, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Life goes on, life goes on. So, Reiko says she doesn't want to lose her the same way she lost her daughter. Reiko confesses that she is the one who killed her own daughter after she turned into a zombie. Katsuji, as uh, Vanessa just said, uh, reminds her that, um, she just, uh, you know, or he just killed his own sister and that was no longer his sister. And so that was no longer her daughter. And then Reiko goes on this guilt trip thing about it. Anyway, uh, he walks off with Aya, but Aya stops and gives the doll uh, she's had under her cloak the whole time to Maria, which seems like an odd thing to be carrying around. <laughs> yep. Trying to humanize Aya somehow. And she's only uttered three words in the movie. That's good. Anyway, uh, the girl dies and Reiko uh, holds a gun to Maria's head, waiting for her to turn. Uh, she turns around to shoot other zombies that burst into the room, and then Maria turns, and Rico sh- shoots her then. So, yeah, she ends up having to shoot Maria. Anyway. Yeah. All, this, all this whole scene, and then she just shoots her. <laughs> yep. yep. Could have just <laughs> shot her. So she turns into a zombie, too. Doesn't even like, give her the... the, uh, the, the dignity honor, of dying as a human? Yeah, the dignity of not being a zombie. Yeah, yeah. Which, which she certainly uh, doesn't... Uh, Give her, give herself the uh, same break there. Anyway, uh, Aya and Katsuji are uh, walking to, are walking through a field towards a building with crows flying <laughs> all around it. <laughs> you could just say that Aya and Katsuji are walking, walking through a field for every scene in this movie, and it would be pretty, pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So this, uh, yeah, this is obviously Sakita's place because it looks like the layer of the final boss. Uh, Sakita explains he needs the Imichi bloodline, but it needs to be pure blood Imichi, which sort of leads to some implication that Saki's not pure blood, which I don't really understand. Yeah, I was like, is, uh, were you going to find out she killed her father because he wasn't actually her father, and she found out or something like that? <laughs> yeah. And then, then no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. No. No. Entirely too much plot there that could have yeah. been remotely interesting, but alas. Oh, anyway, uh, Saki comes out and stands next to Sakita. Uh, they walk off, and a ton of other zombies show up. Sakita goes into his office and watches uh, Aya fight from there. Uh, meanwhile, Katsuji has stumbled in there as well. Uh, he comes from behind and starts choking Sukita. Or, uh, Sukita mocks him while they fight on the ground. Katsuji goes to stab him with his knife, but Sukita stabs him in the arm with a pen, I think it was? Yep. Okay. Science pen. Yeah, yeah. You know, as the, as the man of, of the, uh, the lab coat here on the podcast, I will go ahead and say that. Yes, that was a pen in his... Uh, that's what a pen protector is for. You keep it in your lab coat. So anyway, uh, uh, Sukita pushes him off and then he pulls a sword and then holds it to Katsuji. Back to Aya fighting the horde. She's obviously not doing very well because the screen's gone all sapia toned. And then Reiko shows up to help and the color returns. Good stuff. Yeah, she, she shows up and she like does a diving shot. I don't know why she does a, like a diving shot, but she does. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> for dramatic that, effect. Yeah. Also, oh also that, that shotgun just has unlimited ammo. Yes, it does. Yes, yes. She doesn't have any ammo, but it's got unlimited ammo. I don't think miniguns have that much ammo. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I don't think. I don't think the amount of um, all bullets fired in Terminator Two equal out to the amount of bullets that uh, Rico got to shoot from her little sawed-off double barrel does that she, she never reloads. Reload? No. No, never no. once. Yeah, no. I didn't think so. Mm-mm. This is a. Uh, Apparently, this is a thing in the game that she just has this weapon that just never needs to be reloaded. So it's sort of a, it's not a goof. It's just the way it works in the game. So they sort of made it work for the movie, I guess. You know, I did. I did assume. I really did assume that. I bet that's in the game. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a, fair. Fair assumption. It's, it's, it's pretty common. I played Devil May Cry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, let's see, uh, Sugita goes to kill Katsuji, but Katsuji wildly slashes around at him and manages to slash his face up pretty good. So, good on, good on him. You know, the useless fat sidekick does oh, some, so does some good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, again, I'm, I'm saying fat as not a fat shaming thing, because who cares? But, yeah, this is obviously the movie's like, oh, look at this fat useless lump. I mean, yep. he is definitely useless. Yeah. He's the comic relief. Mm-hmm. But he's, like, not very funny. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> kind of like us. <laughs> Kind of like us too. <laughs> so anyway, jeez. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, as uh, Sugita goes to kill him, he proclaims he's a god, and then one of his zombies uh, comes up from behind him and plants their fingers in his eye and starts pulling. Yowch! Uh, killed by your own creations. What a what a way to go. Unexpected, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would have never seen that one coming. <laughs> anyway, I've never, uh, I've never seen the mad scientist get killed by his own creation. Yeah, it's shocking. Yeah, uh, the irony. Mm, yeah, I, <laughs> oh, choking on it here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. I and Reiko are starting to get overwhelmed. Uh, Sukita begs for help, but Katsuji grabs his sword and stabs uh, both him and the zombie um, on his fuzzy operating table. Yep. Yeah. Um, any bets that this operating table was just at a um, at a discount sex shop or something, and that's why yep. we have that as our uh, yeah as our operating table. It, 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 it came with the lab. Yeah. The lab also is a pornography set. Mm. You know what? It, this was this was originally a sex dungeon. I think is what it was. Yep. Yeah. There we go. Any, uh, any bets on how much, how much time we have left in the movie? <laughs> oh, what, like twenty? It's like twenty minutes, isn't it? Yeah, we're at twenty minutes left in the movie. Oh wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> I, I I realize like the first like hour of this movie was like needlessly long i mean the first hour could have been like you know 10 minutes worth of shit and moved on and then i was like okay yeah. the last 20 minutes they really kind of get the get the flow going of the game here where it's just like constant fights and uh, yeah that doesn't actually seem to really make it any better but you know at least they nailed the tone of the game a little bit better <sighs> anyway yeah yeah, give them that. yeah, sure. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean take take a positive where you can find it right yeah <laughs> uh, Reiko saves Aya from getting stabbed but then one of the zombies stabs Reiko and they overwhelm her Aya freaks out and her blade starts glowing purple uh, she does some crazy special attack and wipes them out then goes to check on Reiko Reiko sees that Aya is hurt and gives her her scarf you really could have done that wave attack way sooner like at yeah. any point yeah like, she she did it earlier in the movie too like she, done, she had done wave attacks apparently and... she has to be like so angry or something like that basically for it to work <laughs> yeah Anyway, uh, Reiko shakes her head, uh, knowing she's finished, and blows her brains out rather than turn. Again, not giving Maria the same dignity that uh, she gave herself. So that's nice of her. Of course. Yeah, she kind of sucks. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Saki comes out, and the two of them uh, head to outside to fight. A sword fight uh, between a woman in a Japanese schoolgirl outfit against a woman in a bikini, a fussy scarf, cowboy hat, and boots, and her now dead friend Scarf acting as a bandage. Ah, yes, classic cinema at its finest. <laughs> It tells a story without saying anything, Jason. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the costume department ran out of money. Yep. <laughs> uh, they have art. a really... Oh, go ahead, sorry. I just, I just said art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Put a stamp on it. All right. Uh, anyway, they have a really bad uh, wire foo fight for a little while. I asked why she killed her father. Saki says uh, it's because she wanted to be strong. So we get a few flashbacks of the two of them during their fight. One of them is when Saki killed their father. Another of them um, sparred his children with some obviously a uh, bit of favoritism going towards Aya because, you know, she pats, or the father pats Aya in the head, and Saki's just kind of sitting there like, okay, I guess I'm your kid too. Thanks, asshole. 
and mm-hmm. then she decided to be a murderer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. That's what happens. Anyway, yet another uh, flashback uh, showing Sugita approaching Saki about being stronger. And then just as it looks like Aya is going to lose, uh, she flashes back to a bunch of uh, <clears throat> quote-unquote pivotal moments from the movie. And she flings Saki back with her key? Question mark? <laughs> oh, her key. Yeah. You get it. Okay. Yeah. Bring me back in. I've been doing some, playing something recently that this is all makes sense now. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's all coming together. Yeah, here. She, uh, she's a heartless. Yep. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I, I got you one beat here. Uh, Aya starts glowing red, and she's obviously using the Kaioken. Yes. The Kaioken. Yes. <laughs> that was, yes. I was like, oh, I was because like, now right, she's. Here we go. Yep. The grand finale. Yep. Because now she's too fast happens. for Saki. So, yeah, obviously using the Kaioken. So. <sighs> anyway, Aya runs her through and then goes back to, or then she goes back to normal. Saki touches Aya's sword and then her eyes go red and her skin goes black. Uh, she injected herself with something that really has not been explained up until oh, never. Just end, just end movie. Just yes. end yeah. She stabbed her. Just like, I don't need this part. She's going to win anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, <laughs> also, they, they could have developed this whole like sister backstory throughout the movie, which would have made this uh, final climax even more dramatic if you like spend the movie more more of the action movie developing it also her barrette uh saki's barrette on her hair looks terrible yes really stupid looking yes it so much. Was it's so, dumb. so bad like yeah. what is you where, do, where what is that doing for you it's not doing anything for you it's holding the hairs together but not holding them out of the way <laughs> it's so stupid yeah God also, can we talk it. about the music in the scene where it's like weirdly slow and dramatic but not like not doing a good job of it <laughs> Oh my god, this fucking movie! Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm happy we're almost done talking about it. I know, I know, I know. I literally have like three paragraphs left, and we're done. So, all right, uh, she injects herself with something. Uh, like I said, that has it really been explained what the hell it is? Because I thought the, um, yeah, I thought to get to like pull that stuff out of her to inject into the zombie. So I don't know what's being injected into her. It's a little weird and nebulous and who cares uh so now they're evenly matched uh, and aya finally overcomes saki as saki dies aya bends down to comfort her in the process we see aya has a tramp stamp a butt hats uh which really dates this movie yeah yeah also saki's reasoning for being evil was she didn't want to be lonely mm-hmm. is what she said yeah and, and then so she's... she didn't want me... she killed everyone because she didn't want to be lonely. <laughs> yeah seems Again. like the wrong way to go about it also Aya starts crying after she kills her sister, and I'm like, you, you, you didn't even try to reason with her or anything. You just straight up killed her. Like, yeah. get over it. You yeah. made like, what are you crying about? You just, well, I mean, Saki did guilt her by saying, "Your hands are warm," and then dies. So you know, <laughs> and then she starts crying and shrieking, which is a yeah. bit obnoxious because, um, I'm I'll kind of blow this. It's not really much of a blowing here, but um, this actress hasn't worked very much since then, and uh, maybe for obvious reasons. But luckily, luckily, pork chops around to get some comic relief in this in up in here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. He's there still. Uh, yeah. So uh, with the final bosses defeated, we see the evil layer in flames with graves for both Reiko and Saki. Uh, never mind all the shit Saki's done. All is forgiven because she didn't want to be alone and told I her hands warm. <laughs> She's like, I, I just didn't. Why'd you do it? I didn't want to be alone. Why would you kill everyone then? Yeah, yeah. Be extra alone. Then. <laughs> Uh, the doctor and the zombies yes yes uh maybe she needed to listen to a backstreet boy show me the meaning of being lonely i mean i don't know this uh, it was around back then she maybe would have gotten something out of it and not kill everybody but hey whatever i uh has also taken saki's sword and katsuji asks if she's ready to go kill some more zombies i turns towards him finally smiles and then they walk off together you just ended your bloodline you ready to go kill some other zombies <laughs> 
<laughs> I killed my sister earlier too. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago. Same day and everything. In case you forgot. Same day. It's a hell of a day. Yeah. <laughs> what a morning I'm having. Yeah. Uh, quick cut to Aya jumping through the backdrop of a full moon with both swords in her hand. Uh, she lands in the middle of Tokyo. We see a bunch of zombies reflected in her eyes. She readies both of the swords, gives a quick smile, and then goes to attack, and that's the end of the movie. Well, that was it, people. That I, was it. I don't. Okay, I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I hated this movie. Okay. <sighs> I did not like it at all. Okay. Uh, I hated this movie. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give two very small positives here. One's not really a positive, just more of an observation. Um, Saki's actress, I thought, was much better at the sword fighting than Aya. Like Saki could be sort of convincing that she actually has touched a sword before. Aya seemed very unwieldy with the thing the whole time she had it in her hands. Very clumsy looking. Yeah, yep. she, yeah, and she she gets the most time with the sword. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seems like a smart thing to do. Um, and the only other like little positive thing I can come up with was the little detail in Aya's sword actually having been chipped as the fights go- kind of go on. Oh, okay. most of the time that's not something anybody really bothers with. I thought it was a nice little touch to a movie that does not really bother with details in any way, shape, or form otherwise. I feel like they should have focused on some other details, and yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe got around to the Yeah, I, I, I completely <laughs> agree. I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you, John. I'm just saying there is one detail in a movie full of no detail. All right. Yeah, yeah. I, I just this movie was aggressively boring. Like it was, it was hard to watch this whole movie. It was this was one of the rough. This was the roughest one in like three movies, guys. <laughs> it's, been like, it's been at least three movies since I've watched a movie this bad, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, um, let, let, let's, let's go with this as a, uh, as a staging point here. Is this more or less sexist than either of the House of the Dead movies? It's less sexist. Oh, okay. it's way better than the House of the Dead yeah. movies. Okay. Well, I, I wasn't <laughs> okay. saying better. I was just saying less sexist because those two yeah, movies yeah. Yeah, got bumped down for the sexism. Surprisingly not offensive, I would say. Yeah, not I was never offended. Even by her outfit, I just realized it's part of the game. And they don't talk about it, and it's fine. No mm-hmm. one mentions it. She just yeah, wears that outfit. There really it's are, fine. <laughs> there aren't really many gratuitous like shots of any kind of movie either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the the unnecessary nudity. Yeah. You know, there's a couple. There's a couple like Saki upskirts as she's as they're fighting, yeah. but I mean, I guess that's just sort of the uh, it, price of wearing a schoolgirl outfit while you're a sword fighter. I was genuinely surprised how little of that there was in this movie. Oh yeah, no, I was expecting yeah. a lot more, but yeah, you yeah, know, was, Vanessa, I didn't really think about that. They. Like, not even Katsuji, like, even brings up that Aya is wearing a very uh, ill-fitting bikini. Yeah, no, it's just, like, just part of her character. Yeah, it's like, it's like, yep, here's my friend. Yeah, she has a sword. She dresses yeah, funny? He, well, you know, whatever. It's a zombie apocalypse. She got what she got. She, she doesn't smile. Yeah. yeah he, Katsuji <laughs> never even, like, makes any, like, of, like weird sexual comments about anything either. Like, no. no. It's actually, so, actually, in that way, this movie is actually, like, maybe one of the least offensive movies we've watched. Yeah. <laughs> That's, so yeah, that, that, it, its greatest strength is that it's surprisingly not offensive. Yeah, considering yeah. That, considering <laughs> yeah. that the source material is just a uh, horny Japanese sword fighting, basically. Yeah. 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 I mean, Katsuji basically like the most of, I want to say offensive thing he does is basically say that he's on par with uh, with Aya with the fighting, and you know Aya turns and pulls the sword <laughs> toward him. He's like, "I'm sorry, never mind, my bad, just kidding." <laughs> he's the brains of the operation. <laughs> Yes. Is he? Really. <laughs> Oofa doofa. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh, that's all the positive notes and little things I wanted to bring up oh, there. Um, so. And, and it's very close to the source material, right? Yes. 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 It is. Like yeah. Slash, uh, yeah. I, saw, the- I was watching one of the clips, and there was also like lots of like 
big blood splatter and stuff and shining swords. I was like, okay, yeah, I see what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Yep. This probably would have been better as an anime, ultimately. Yes. It, really I mean, it got have. very anime at the end of it. Yeah. I mean, the special effects were maybe some of the worst we've seen. Yeah. Mm, yep. Yeah, really bad. It was, I mean, they, I mean had, they had a set. Yeah. And I mean, the, the, you know, the bullets ricocheting off the, uh, you know, the blinged out zombie, they literally looked like they took the explosions, um, from the, uh, you know, Star Wars, a new hope as the, you know, the Death Star battle and like printed them up on a mediocre printer and then like glued them on top of the film strips. Yep. (laughs) It's kind of the best I can describe it. Like it does not look good, but no expense. Yeah. Or spared every expense. Uh, okay, so um, where are we looking, guys? Like, I generally low. don't have an idea here for this. I mean, yeah, obviously low. I mean, this is easily like bottom ten. Oh, I don't even. I don't think it was the bottom ten. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think. It, do you think? Okay. Here, here's well, better, or, better or worse than Blood Rain? Worse than Blood Rain. Really? Mm, I think it's worse. I don't. I think Blood Rain made me laugh. Whether it was intentional or not is not what I'm what, what I what I care about right now. They're both bad movies. Yeah, that's true. Better or worse mm. than Street Fighter? Who even remembers Street Fighter Alpha Generations? Okay, well, Vanessa, did you? Did, I'm, I'm, Vanessa, hold I'm on. Sit. Did you think it was worse than Blood Rain? Um, Blood Rain had a better plot, I guess. <laughs> I don't remember the Blood Rain plot. Uh, it has <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez in it, doesn't it? It had Billy Zane. <laughs> Isn't Michelle Rodriguez doing a really awful act? Oh my god, that Billy Zane shit. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's worth it. Okay, yeah, okay, fair. Zane okay, that's fair. Zane, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, and, and also I got to interview Michelle Rodriguez for that, if you guys remember. So. Yes. Yes, yeah, that was <laughs> so bad. It's, um, it's worse than Luke Maxwell's Blood Rain. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so yeah, Bob Ted. Um, let's see. Hmm, Street Fighter Alpha Generations. I'd rather watch Street Fighter Alpha Generation. Oh. Not a bad movie. These are okay. These are all terrible, terrible movies. But I'd rather watch Street Fighter Alpha Generation. Here's the hard one: Alone mm-hmm. in the Dark. I'd rather watch Alone in the Dark. Vanessa, really? what about you? I think I'd rather watch this than Alone in the Dark. Okay, Vanessa, what about you? Uh, better or worse than Street Fighter Alpha Generations? Then I'll say worse because I don't actually remember Street Fighter Alpha Generations. <laughs> okay, that was the one where Ken uh, wore his uh, signature or uh, Ryu wore his signature bomber jacket. Oh. You know, the thing he never actually has worn in any game ever. Yeah, that's something that confused me. I didn't like that. Yeah. Um, at least they, at least in this one, they wore the right costumes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very clearly, you could tell who if you've ever played one of the games before, you knew who was who in this. Yeah, Generations is the one where you weren't sure who Ryu was for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Let, let, let's be nice to Vanessa. I wasn't sure who Ryu was through most no, of the I mean, movie. I was, I, I, was, I was using the royal you. Oh, I got you. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But also, especially me. <laughs> fair. I, I as a base Fighter fan here, I wasn't sure <laughs> that was Ryu. <laughs> um, Street Fighter Alpha Generations was shorter. Mm-hmm. That's a big plus. Okay. It's anime. It's anime. I don't know if that's a plus. It, 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 does, it does have the weird grandpa stuff. Remember that stuff? Oh yeah, that. him looking him looking at like Sakura naked or trying yeah. to. Okay. Yeah. Kubi Grandpa. Okay, so oh, wow, so this is actually less sexist than Street Fighter Alpha Generations. It is no. Um, there was no. There was no grandpas. Sad. There was no grandpas trying to sneak a peek at um, Aya here. That's okay. That's this is weird. I don't know. I guess like Street Fighter Alpha Generations was like a like a better like a a, a better made movie. Just barely. Was, like, yeah. It's not. Barely. It's in the one with like the. Like the ten minute flashback that's not necessary, or like the jump—I forget. It's like the that's the one they jump timeline so frequently that even I yeah. got lost. 
Yeah, it's coming back to me now that we're talking about it. It's like <laughs> it's revisiting trauma, John. <laughs> all these. And once you get the bottom list, you're just revisiting trauma. <laughs> yes, literally, yeah. literally, fifty six episodes into this, and we're and we're just realizing that this is just revisiting trauma week after week. <laughs> this it's, it's therapy for us. And this one, the actual podcast is therapy. It's weird because this this <laughs> podcast is the reason for the trauma, but it's also the therapy for the trauma. So if we just stop the podcast, we wouldn't need to yeah, mm. stop the stop the stop the cycle. <laughs> yes, pretty we much. Can't, we can't stop the cycle, guys. We have like like ten more years of content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna take forever. Shush, <laughs> shush you. Two and a half years so far, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has been. Oh, anyway, okay, so um, okay, so. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll, let, yeah, let's just go ahead and say uh, that's that's that. We'll say this is the new number forty-eight in between Street Fighter Alpha Generations and Alone in the Dark. I guess. <laughs> yeah, you guys are crazy. I was gonna say, oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Yeah, to... uh, the oh, go, ahead, so go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, this is so bad. Yeah, I stand with this. <laughs> uh, congratulations to Oni Chambara for being the forty-eighth greatest video movie of all time, <laughs> as of what year? Two thousand eight. What date? What month of two thousand eight is it? Um, April. Uh, April 26th. April 26th, 2008. Yeah, this is also our first movie in April because we uh, skipped over um, In the Name of the King because fuck Uva Bowl. Fuck Uva yep. Bowl. So. Anyway, um, I guess that wraps that up there. Yeah, that was Ringing a... in 2008 with a bang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, real, <laughs> real banger. <sighs> uh, yep. <laughs> Guys, any, uh, any closing thoughts on this piece of shit? I just want to say that I probably would have put it Above or below Wing Commander. That's how, that's how I, I would. I would sooner watch this before Final Fantasy VII Nav and Children, just for the sheer length. So, that's that's mm-hmm. fair. That, that was that that the. I also like Fatal Fury more than uh, a few of those movies that are at the bottom. So <laughs> it's. Uh, <laughs> we can't argue with the science, John. I, I still think it's kind of crazy how low Fatal Fury is. Honestly. <laughs> so, no, no, but, no, no, no! I'm still angry at that movie. <laughs> that one started my trauma. Thank you very much. We also didn't know back then what we were doing, yeah, what we were getting into. I, I think that if, if we picked a movie to rewatch now, I think I'd, I think I'd pick that one. I, I, I think I would invite you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's just for, for scientific purposes, that'd be the movie I'd pick to see if, if it, how much if it would go up higher. Fantastic. Let's um, let's wait till we finish this podcast run and then we'll uh, we'll, we'll rewatch the whole thing. <laughs> you already have the I, notes, Jason. Oh, no, I delete them every week because I don't want to save the trauma. Thank you very much. We shouldn't do that. I think I'd maybe watch um, Mortal Kombat Annihilation again. See what I think that would. I think that would go up with you, a few rungs. Annihilation. Yeah. Maybe. Because of the dancing. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I, I, I think you're the only one here who that, thinks that. That maybe contributed. That maybe contributed a lot to the podcast. Yeah. Suckers. It's so good. Very true. Very true. It did give us our ending. Hmm. Anyway, I think that's everything, right, guys? <laughs> Yep. Yeah, <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, so uh, if you like this bullshit, uh, go over to patreon.com slash gamesandjunk. Over there, you can kick in $3 a month, and you'll get the bonus segments for this podcast, the bonus episodes of Rock Out With Your Card Out, all of the podcasts we do in one handy catch-all feed at a better quality audio rate, and for $5 a month, you will also get a shout-out on the show on top of all the other stuff. So for that, of course, I have to shout-out to my two co-hosts here, John and Vanessa, and also to Alex Messenger, Josh Carpenter, and Eric uh, you can also contribute anything you want over at Patreon. You can contribute a dollar. You won't get anything back, but a, you know what? I'll tell you what. You give me a dollar, I will message you and thank you for it. How's that? <laughs> a personalized one. I don't have some auto thing set up. So I'll just I'll just say, hey, thanks. So, you know, I'll genuinely message you. And I'm sure that will really bring in the people. Anyway. 
<laughs> so um, normally we plug all the social media here, but uh, we've got so many social media things here now that I don't deal with because uh, we have a social media manager who I can't thank enough because, dear God, taking one less uh, thing off my shoulders and also uh, doing a good job with it because it seems to have helped with listenership. So thank Christ. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I was literally just a... I, I was the captain at the helm, but I was staring at the wheel not really knowing what to do with it. So, you know, sometimes... It pays to take a to take a step back. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It takes pays uh, to let somebody else take control, even when you're a control freak. So anyway, so yeah, uh, just go to uh, the just go to the show notes, and I'll have all of the uh, social media or social media stuff linked in there, as well as the Patreon stuff. So if you're kind of confused by the Patreon stuff, there is a link to our Patreon page, and you can go contribute over there pretty easily. Um, other than that, I think that will wrap up this episode of Multimedia Failure, guys. What are we watching next time? Uh, Pokemon. Pokemon. Uh, Giratina and the Sky Warrior. Gonna be a great one. Yes. <laughs> it probably isn't worse than this. It's better than this movie, for sure, probably. <laughs> for sure, probably. I love the commitment. Darkrai was the last Pokemon movie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Um, mm. No, yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a while. We, you know, we had, to take, we had to take a while off from my shoulder surgery, so I don't remember. It's been a while. Yeah, I think Dark. Yeah, Dark Ride was okay. But yes, Pokemon. We're doing Pokemon next. Yeah, yay! Thank God. Question mark. It's so. probably going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, that'll wrap up this episode of Multimedia Failure. Thanks for listening, and as always, trust the fungus. Saki.